0: Technically Iowa is a Technology Association of Iowa podcast, highlighting innovators and tech leaders throughout the state. The Technology Association of Iowa is a statewide member-based organization uniting Iowa's technology community by connecting leaders, developing talent, driving public policy, and fostering diversity and inclusion. The Technology Association of Iowa believes every Iowa company is a technology company, Visit technologyIwa.org to learn more and get involved. My name is Cassandra Kotek, and I will be your host for today's show. With us today, talking about virtual and augmented reality is Brandon Jorgensen, founder of Iowa Virtual Reality Labs. Thanks for being here today, Brandon. Thanks for having me. So let's start with who you are and what Iowa Virtual Reality Labs does.
1: So my name is Brandon Jorgensen. Uh, I grew up here uh, in Altoona on the uh, east side of Des Moines here. After high school, I decided to join the Army. So I spent six years as a combat engineer in the Army. When I came out, went to Iowa State to finish my degree, done a little bit while I was in the Army. I went in originally to engineering, and that's where I kind of got my first taste of the public sector of virtual reality. I did a lot of trainers and stuff in the military. So what Iowa Virtuality Labs does is we do... We provide VR support to manufacturing companies, engineering, and architectural companies. Most people design, prototype, and troubleshoot their designs without having to build, you know, million-dollar prototypes and stuff like that.
0: So what was the catalyst for starting the company?
1: So when I was in the Army, we did a lot with virtual trainers. So that was my first kind of experience with VR. Obviously, when they were first introduced to the Army, they were pretty advanced and uh, they were the fanciest toys, but... Right around that same time, the HTC Vive came out, and I tried that. So I I had some experience with the VR. Then when I tried that, it just blew me away because I thought it was going to be kind of the same quality. So it just leapt leaps and bounds of what I was experiencing. So that's when I fell in love with VR, bought a headset myself, started playing it all the time. So when I got out and went to Iowa State for the rest of my degree, there was a really good VR lab there run by uh, one of my engineering professors. And then just by chance, I also took a business class and I found out I really like business. So it just sort of eventually evolved from there. I pitched a business idea to Iowa State and then they gave me a grant to start a company. I worked at the SciStarters Incubator. So it kind of helps students start their own business, understand the business process and all that kind of stuff. So it, it, it all evolved from just kind of random happenstance and I just kept going with it.
0: So how many people are employed at Iowa Virtual Reality Labs? Talk to me about the growth of the company.
1: So it started out as an entertainment company and it was just me. So I had this uh, 20-foot trailer that I modified to carry the computers and the VR headsets around. We did some events for like the Altoona, Urbandale Chambers of Commerce. There was a couple air shows we did stuff for. And then COVID happened. So we had to pivot our, our model and what we were actually trying to do for uh, for Iowa. So We started switching into engineering. Our first big break was actually with Lockheed Martin. So we got this really, really high level name behind us right off the bat. From there, we had a good reputation. We did stuff for Boeing. Uh, And then here in Des Moines, we're doing stuff for EFCO currently, which is a concrete forming company. They make really large structures for concrete formwork. So right now it's me full-time and then I have two part-time helpers who just help with the 3D design and mess around with the VR.
0: Awesome. So let's back up a little bit. For those listening, can you explain the difference between augmented and virtual reality?
1: Yeah, the easiest way I explain it is, so VR will have you put on a headset and you enter a virtual world. Whereas AR, you either use like a cell phone or maybe some some goggles and you bring virtual items to the real world.
0: So, you explained a couple of client examples. Let's kind of rein it back into Iowa and manufacturing. Why is it important for Iowa manufacturers to understand AR and VR applications for their business growth?
1: One big thing we've seen is for sales teams. So, if you have large structures and it's all a hypothetical building project or new item, instead of building those $2 million buildings or uh, prototypes, and finding out you can't use a wrench in a certain spot, what you can do is bring it into a VR environment and then, you know, really just check it out in a kind of an in-person feeling. Additionally, if we switch back to the AR concept, it really helps with design teams. You know, you can all sit around a table and see the same 3D object and really talk about it. It brings it to a different life than if you're just looking at blueprints on a paper. And then from the internal aspect, AR has really been helpful for companies with entry-level employees for training, identifying parts, and more of a high-tech environment.
0: Great. So, how does your team specifically leverage AR and VR capabilities?
1: The core of what we provide. It's obviously the easiest if the company's already using 3D modeling, but we can take standard 2D CAD drawings and bring them into 3D modeling and be able to walk around the product. It's uh, sort of a specific skill that not all all, uh, engineering teams have.
0: So going back to manufacturers in Iowa, how do you believe manufacturers should be utilizing AR and VR?
1: If they're brand new to it, I'd say use it as a sales tool and an internal design tool. And from there, they'll start seeing the value and you can start implementing, especially AR into manufacturing processes, maybe even thinking like John Deere, I think they would really get a big value out of it just because they're such a large company with new employees and a complicated product.
0: So looking ahead, how do you predict AR and VR applications will change in the next five to 10 years with regard to... Iowa companies, specifically manufacturing companies?
1: I think they'll just get more and more support. Um, We're really in the first iteration of VR that works. There was some attempts in like the 90s, the early 2000s, but this is the first one that's actually working as far as the technology and the interest in it kind of combining. I, I think they'll just get better and more accessible.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Brandon. We really appreciate your insight about AR and VR capabilities and and how Iowa manufacturers can use these applications.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Technically, Iowa is powered by the Iowa Economic Development Authority, dedicated to helping Iowa manufacturers remain globally competitive. Learn more at iowamfg.com.